1: Countdown to audio torture. The
0: rated R safety show starts in three,
1: two, one.
0: Ah,
1: let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the rated R safety show with your host, Doctor. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, hello, and welcome to the all-new Rated-R Safety Show. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah, it looks like that overlay is still sitting on my face. Anywho, 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 so we are coming to you live and in living color. Yeah, live and in living color, good combination there, I would imagine. So we are streaming currently on YouTube, we are streaming on Twitch, we are streaming on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live, and you are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Today is Thursday, February the 13th of 2020, 44 days into this bad boy, and only 322 days left before it's all over with. All over, all over, all over. Anyway, so some different changes if you're actually looking at us today. On the good old streaming video services, yeah, for some reason they decided to give me a close-up, I don't know why, so now you got some different angles here. Here I am on this view, which I don't like, and then here I am on that view, which puts you really close to my face, and then of course the standard view that we had before, which I think I like better, if we have to do any kind of views, which... It's really not part of the gig. Anyway, so we're testing out some new software today. So you're going to get to see some torture, uh, good, bad, and different, I guess, um, as we do this. The other portion that I want you to think about is the Rated R Safety Show, like I have said on multiple occasions, is for everyone. Meaning, this is your show. Yeah, it's a mature audience. Duh. Just in case. But what I'm talking about here. Is that it's from the aspect of where you can come on at any point and actually host an episode if you would like to. Oh, yes. You, right there. You could host an episode. I think it would be fantastic. I think that if you came in and hosted an episode, you might enjoy yourself. And if you're not in the area, well, we could bring you in via the internet as we're doing right now. Or we could do it from the standpoint on where you could come in and we could just do the audio version. Now we have extended some offers to multiple people from time to time on doing so. And some people have actually taking us up on the offer. But then I also look at it from the standpoint that is if people are afraid from doing it from the rant point of view, of course they're going to be afraid to take over the whole show. Duh. So anyways, take it for what it is. So How are things going out in your little neck of the woods? Having fun so far? Well, you know that you're here for the news. I know that I'm here for the news. So we're going to tie in all this stuff as much as we can and let's just kind of go. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. So taking it from the top, ladies and gentlemen, because that's what we have to do here. Okay, the top of the hit list. Astronomers have their telescopes pointed at a distance to the star of, yeah, Bella Cues, let's call it that way, which has been growing and increasingly dim over the recent months. Many are hoping it's um, it'll all collapse and cause a supernova so bright that it would be visible during daytime and shine as bright as the moon in the evening. The last time this occurred, astronomers believe was was in the seventeenth century. Or, as some of them say on C, on CNET, it might just be a phase of lower brightness. Either way, the real mind bender, since it is so far away, any supernova explosion we see would have been happened well, about seven hundred years ago. Yeah. The light's just making it now to Earth. Duh. So think about that. Supernova. A supernova. It has been 700 years. 700, my friend. And it would now, 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 be making it for us to be able to see it. Craziness, right? What do you think? I mean, I don't know. I look at it and I go, I don't get any of that stuff. It's just amazing on how that works. It's just amazing on, you know, that it would take that kind of time to be able to get this stuff all the way here. But anyways, that's just me. What do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. Like I tell you all the time, just a guy with a mic trying to figure out this lovely little world of ours. But hey, What is it worth to you? Is that an important conversation? I always wonder, because it never makes sense to me on how those things work out. But anyways, that's just something to think about. So let's continue down the path here. A third of Americans say that they're running out of money before their next paycheck. And it has little to do with how much money they earn. A study by website Salary Finance looked at 2,700 respondents who worked at companies with at least 500 employees. And they found that wage didn't correspond to the situation. In fact, 32% of those earnings over $200,000 a year said that they needed their next deposit to make ends meet. Meanwhile, 27.5% of people that are earning between $40,000 and $100,000 a year said that they're in the same situation. Duh. Well, I don't know. I know that everybody's situation is a little bit different when it comes to those things. So I look at it and I go, it sounds for sure like you have a budgeting issue. But that's just my opinion. Um, of course, I am an avid Dave Ramsey listener. So, of course, I'm going to say it's a budgetary issue because that's how it goes there, man. Just the way to look at it. Duh. Let's continue. There's hope. There's hope. For the ugliest, (laughs) for the uglies of the world who want to try their dating opportunities online. I know that sounds terrible. Sounds terrible. Duh. The new app Esmore promises to connect people based on mutual interest and personality. This is according to CBS Boston. The app recommends five profiles for you a day. A few personality traits and a voice recording are available through conversation. More about the person is unlocked. The app creator is hoping the ongoing conversation will incur will encourage users to connect at a deeper. Well, let's try that again. At a deeper level, so to connect at a deeper level. Duh. So I look at it and I go, okay. It's kind of interesting on how it's set up. Let's. that's it's going to be realistic on that? The other part to think about right away is if you're doing it from that standpoint, is it going to have a better opportunity if you look at it and go, hey, you're really getting to know me now. And it's not one of those scenarios where it's just kind of like, well, it's a bunch of bullshit where you're making stuff up. It's actually real. It's real world or excuse me, real virtual world. I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. You could look at it that way if you wanted to, or you could just say, Hey, it's not going to really work out. Um, and we're going to have to discover each other as we proceed forward. And Hey, I, you know, whatever floats your boat on getting this thing done. And when I say getting done, I mean, you know, accomplishing with the things you want to accomplish with your little dating app, of course. So that's one way to look at it. Okay. So let's continue, continue, continue. Madison, Wisconsin public schools have forgone the traditional grading systems for a more gentle approach. The College Fix reports that students can have four grades exceeding, meeting, developing, or emerging. As the author notes, none of these grades correspond to an A or to an F scale. Further, they are relative to what is expected by the end of the year, not specifically how well the child is doing during the time period that has been tested. Duh. So I look at it and I you know we have to have the conversation and I know this is going to get me some shit for saying it because that's how how it happens. Duh. But this boils back down to this participation award crap. This boils down to where people are turning around and they'll say oh everybody deserves an award everybody deserves something for participating and I don't know. I don't think that that's the case. I think That it takes some work to get some of this done, man. And giving people grades like that, you know, I'm not saying it has to be A through F. So don't take it the wrong way. But I am saying that when you do have the conversation, you have to look at it and go, we need to hold people accountable. We need to let them know where they stand. And we also need to give expectations on what they need to do. So the, the good part there is some expectations are being set. But if you're not telling them exactly where they are. So imagine you get to the end of the year. And you're in school and all of a sudden it says emerging. So if I'm at the end of the school year, what am I supposed to do then? I mean, am I totally screwed? Am I going to be stuck in the same grade? Duh. I mean, I'm just asking. And what do you do at that point? And I know that I am not within the age demo that this is actually talking about. And that's perfectly fine, because that's not what I'm looking to do here. But think about it. How does that work? How does it all twist? How does it blend? Because that's part of the conversation. I'm sure that a lot of you who are listening... Do you have kids out there? So if this was the grade system they're using where you're at, I don't know if you're in Wisconsin, of course, this is an assumption that you're not, but saying that you are, how's that going to work for you? That's the question to ask. Okay, the the Pope has ruled against allowing married men to serve as priests. A priest shortage is especially dire in South America. There are the Catholic faithful just don't have the access to mass because there are no priests to lead it. The move was seen as a way to expand the pool of people eligible to be or to get ordained, not to be ordained. So, 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 so. I know that with some of the problems that we have heard over the years that the Catholic Church has had, wouldn't it probably best be the best idea for them to turn around and allow people who are married to go ahead and be able to be ordained Duh. I'm just saying I can only go based on news stories. I can only go based on what movies have shown. I can only go based on factual information that's available out there because what's happened over the last few years? What have you seen news stories wise? I'm just talking about things that have been hidden, things that have been paid off. I'm not passing judgment understand that cuz this can come across the wrong way but maybe someone who's married who becomes ordained might help i'm just saying my two points my my point of view here okay the publicly reported death toll from the con- the coronavirus has exceeded 1100 almost all in china around the world there has been at least 45000 cases that have been confirmed Duh. as companies in China are losing workers. The government there is struggling to keep up with demand. So, Duh. so, 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 because this is another conversation and this is where it gets kind of weird because you have to look at it too, is that a lot of the people there have not been able to work. And this is kind of understandable because of the things that are going on. But if that's the case, what's going to happen now because you're not getting money in, you don't have a job, you don't have a way to actually get things, ha- to, you know, money to move. You, you've seen the news stories that have been going around with the quarantines of 14 days when people come into the U.S. just to kind of even examine. So what is the, the structure there? And I know that we're only going to get brief information and very, very little tidbits of the different things that are probably actually happening opposed to everything that actually is happening because that's just the way that it goes. And, you know, you can always have the conversation of if you get a lot of information, is it because you're getting information because some other shit's really going on? Because that's what a lot of people most of the times think. Anyways, let's continue. NASA will have an open application period from March the 2nd to March 31st for new astronaut corpse. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Not corpse. I shouldn't say corpse because you know how you say Marine Corps. I should say astronaut corps. So let's go that way. The group would likely be among those headed to the moon, again, as part of, I think it's the Artemis program. Well, try that. Artemis program. It could be part of the plans to go to Mars. Are you ready for this? In 2030. The application requires you to be a U.S. citizen Have or be working towards your master's or doctorate in STEM field or be a medical doctor or be a certified pilot. And finally, either two years of relevant professional experience or 1,000 hours of flight time in a jet aircraft. So I don't know a lot of people that are going to qualify for that. I know some people that might have some of the, the qualifications, but definitely not all. Would this be something that you would be interested in doing? March the 2nd to March 31st is your date to take a look at that. I think that that could be something very, very interesting if that's your cup of tea. I look at it and go, I don't think I could do it. But that's me, even if I had the qualifications. Okay, so have you heard about... The oldest living man, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. He's based out of Japan. He's supposedly 112 years old with 344 days. So we can almost say almost 113. He tells the Associated Press that his secret to longevity is don't get angry and keep smiling. Duh. Well, I guess after I do this show, I should actually um, see what I'm going to do because I think that sometimes what I do here is make people upset about some of the conversation pieces that I have and also make myself upset about some of the information that I'm reading. So, I don't know, take it for what it's worth because that's just the way that it goes, man. It's crazy on, you know, if this guy is saying that he has been living so long based on not being angry, it would almost make you think that maybe you shouldn't get angry. Maybe you should look at these things and try to be happy all the time. Nothing wrong with being happy. Right? I mean, am I looking at this the wrong way? I don't know. Let's continue. Let's not go down that deep rabbit hole because that would be easy to do. A school district in Rio Vista, Texas has had so many students sick when it came to the flu that it's shutting down for a week. Oh, yeah. You heard me. A week. Parents were notified by text message because that's how we do shit all over the place now. Duh. That classes would be canceled for a week to prevent further spread. Meanwhile, all facilities would be disinfected thoroughly and cleaned while those infected recover. Duh. So let's talk about that for a moment. So could you imagine that you live in Rio Vista, Texas? You're a parent, a working parent. Let's say that you're a single working parent. We'll make it even more difficult here. So you're a single working parent. Your child's elementary age. How are you going to get that kid to be taken care of if you have all these other things going on? If you don't have a way to afford childcare, are you going to take time away from work? I mean, it's things that you have to consider. I mean, I think it's a great idea that you're trying to do away with the flu. If it's that widespread there. But, man, you have to keep into consideration in some of these thoughts of what's going to happen to the other people. What's going to happen in general? Because that's the issue, man. I have to stop saying, man, because it sounds stupid. What's going to happen? I mean, what's going to happen legitimately? Not everybody can afford childcare. care. Child care is not cheap by no means. Especially if you have somebody who's like in elementary school. I can only say from speaking from experience, right? That's, that's what people like to say. Let's continue. Messaging app WhatsApp now boasts 2 billion with a B users. It added 500 million since the end of 2017. The app, which was purchased by Facebook in 2014, is popular for its secure messaging feature and end-to-end encryption. <laughs> so, Let's talk about that because I'm going to, you know, you're going to have to kind of chuckle end to end encryption on WhatsApp. They also own Facebook Messenger, duh, because, you know, they're part of Facebook. They also own Instagram. So essentially, if you look at it, you're giving them almost everything that most people use to communicate with others. So how much data do you think they have on you? Now, keep in mind that you're giving this to them freely and there's nothing wrong with it. If that's what you want to do, that's perfectly fine. But think about it. Think about it for a moment because it's kind of funny. You want to make sure that you're you don't have your data out to the world, but you're giving it all to one source. I don't know. I'm, I'm just talking. Just talking. That's what I do here. Just talk. Duh. But think about that for a moment. Because the other interesting part here is the amount of information they have. Now, I know that Facebook allows you to pull the data that they have on you if you so desire to do so. But if you do that, does it give you the option, of course, to turn around and get it for the other systems that they own as well? Or do you have to do those separately? Because if that's the case, it becomes extremely difficult to track everything that's going on. Of course, this is just stuff that we're talking about. Nothing else. Nothing. Nothing bad. So, I don't know. I'm going to jump on this story. And this is in the area... That, you know, it's politics to an extent, not to an extent. You have to take it for what it for what it's worth. Um, I'm going to read it because that's what I do. So President Trump hit Twitter to bash the federal judge who is about to sentence Roger Stone, a former advisor to the president's campaign. Stone was convicted last year of lying to Congress, tampering with witnesses and obstructing justice, obstructing an an investigation by those at the House. Judge Amy Berman Jackson, who has overseen the cases of the Trump advisors, could get up to nine years in prison on those charges based on the Department of Justice sentencing recommendation. But the recommendation was withdrawn, possibly at the request of Trump's attorney general, William Barr. Trump bashed Berman Jackson for putting another Trump associate Paul Manafort in solitary confinement and called the whole situation with Stone a miscarriage of of justice. So I know, I know, I know that I normally don't try (laughs) to talk about the political stuff. But it is a story that needs to be referenced. Because it's occurring inside of the world of news currently. So what do you think about this? I know sometimes some of the stories that we talk about will not have an effect on your day in and day out basis. But this story could have a precedence to other things that occur later down the road. Duh. And I'm not going to sit here and go, hey, what do you think is going to happen in the next um, election? Who do you think is going to win? That would be a very, very bad idea to have that conversation. That's almost like asking someone what's better, a Chevy or a Ford? Not something you want to ask. Maybe not as bad. It's probably worse, depending on what part of the country you're in. (laughs) Anyways, let's continue down the path here. There was one, okay, one, 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 one jackpot winner from New Jersey for Tuesday's night make a million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $40 million. And that's the jack, that's the jackpot there or a $21.1 million cash payout. So there's still some opportunities to win some money. Now, I know that I talk about this quite a bit. And I I don't pay, play the lottery. And I really don't know a lot of people who do, but I do talk to safety professionals from time to time that reference that they believe they're going to win. So my assumption has always been that they play because you're not going to win if you don't play. But that's me talking out loud, giving you my opinion. That's normally why you're here. So what do you think? Do you play? I always want to know the answer to that. I always want to figure out if we have more listeners that don't play than do play. Because, I mean, it's still popular, and I still think that some people play and they just don't admit that they actually play, and that's perfectly fine. But, you know, that's just how it goes. Let's continue real quick. So, we're going to get to one of those parts of the show where I enjoy it, some people enjoy it. Not every day is the greatest day, but hey, we can celebrate a lot of them. So let's go through the list and talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Dream Your Sweet Day. Employee Legal Awareness Day. I know of a few companies that should know that. (laughs) Gelatin Day. Get a different name day. Wow, that's scary. International Natural Day, Giving Heart Day, Madly in Love with Me Day, Kiss Day, National Cheddar Day, National Breakup with Your Carrier Day, what carrier, cell phone carrier, I got some some ones that I think suck, but I don't know if I should talk about it, National Crab Raccoon Day. Wow, that's an interesting one. National Tortellini Day. That's definitely not a day for me. And of course, the best day of the year to celebrate today. You ready for it? It's World Radio Day. Oh yeah, World Radio Day. You know, and this is still the medium that I love the most. I love the whole aspect of radio. And I have for a long, long, long period of time. I think, as I mentioned this because it's there, I truly fell in love with radio. I had to be seven or eight. It was just thinking about that whole environment there. On how you're stuck inside of a car, because this is where it was happening. And it's probably one of the most miserable times for most people when they're stuck in traffic. But the person that's on the radio tries to throw you off tries to make you focus on how good certain things are at that particular moment. It being them playing your favorite song, giving you your favorite news story, or even covering some information that might be related to pop culture that could be important to you. So I always look at it and I go, it's good times in radio, depending on if it's important to you or not and how you let it be. Now, of course, I know that the radio stuff has changed over the years uh, with the popularity of, podcasts the popularity of mp3s the popularity of playing devices of course when the the first the first little apple music player came out that was important that changed everything and i you know you look at it and you go it's weird how everything used to be maintained via stories before with no TV, this is years and years ago. I'm not that old, so I just want to make sure nobody thinks that. Duh. But that's the that's the different aspects of what has changed throughout the different times when it comes to radio. So if you do get a chance, celebrate World Radio Day. You can always come to our radio station if you're not listening to us on there right now. I mean, you're going to get this as a podcast at some point today. You can always come to safetyfm.com and safetyfm.live where we're streaming 24-7. And some of the stuff is live, like this show right now, as we're speaking, is going live on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.live, and also we stream on Spreaker on their network, so there's some different options there. But I think radio is such a great medium, like I think it's funny, this is just me going off for a moment. If you live in an area where you're affected by weather and hurricanes and earthquakes and all that kind of fun stuff, if the TVs and the internet goes down, people normally turn to the radio. They also go to the powered radios, the hand cranked radios to get that stuff to work. It's not good, it's not bad, it's not indifferent. It's just one of those things that that's what people do. And that's fine. But I look at it and I go. Why isn't that the default now? Why do we have to have a day to celebrate it? Not saying that every day should be radio day. But they do help out in the community. Especially depending on where you live. I mean, you don't have to listen to the monster stations. And what do I mean by that? I'm talking about those very big radio stations that can be heard around the world. Of course, now live streaming has made a lot of that stuff a lot easier because you can stream everything from the internet. But I'm talking about like the stations when you might've been extremely younger, um, where there were like nationally syndicated radio stations that came across from like, let's say from like New York to, to LA or, you know, something along those lines before Sirius XM radio, you couldn't listen to the same station all across the US, if you were in the US, where you could drive from New York all the way to LA and still be listening to the same radio station without changing the dial. Back then, you had to find the different stations that you wanted to listen to. Anyways, that's me going off on a rant on the radio because it's just what I love. Loved it for a long period of time. I call it Theater of the Mind. If you've heard some of the other shows that I'm on, um, I reference that quite a bit because you don't know. What's going on? I can tell you what I'm doing. I can make these sounds. I can make these different aspects. And there is an assumption of what's actually going on. Now, there's nothing wrong with video. Some people love video. That's perfectly fine. But when you do the video aspect, it loses some of its illusion, it loses some of its novelty. Because now, as you're, you know, you have the opportunity of using this as an example, you can see what I look like, you can see what I do, you can see my hand gestures, my motions, what I'm doing behind the microphone, where before you didn't have that, and I was fine with it, and I'm sure a lot of people were fine with it too, but that's one of those things. As you do this, and you become video, and people can see you, it's not as Powerful to say. Because if I told you to listen to what I was doing and to close your eyes, you have to imagine that picture. Can't do that when you have video. I mean, I can tell you to close your eyes and imagine it, but you've already seen me. You've already seen what I have on the screen. That's just something to think about. Anyways, I enjoy doing this show. I mean, I know that this whole video thing has been over the last week and a half or so. I'm still trying to get used to it. It's perfectly fine. So you're going to still hear me complain about video, even though I've already told you like two or three times this week that I'm going to shut up about it. Just hasn't happened yet. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. My little quote at the end is not as good anymore. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love ya. Mean it. Bye.
0: Duh. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R. Safety Show.
1: any form or by any means mechanical electronic recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast jay allen and this will actually cause the drop for our radio listeners so thank you for taking a listen here to the live version of the rated r safety show and you're gonna actually get this little extra clip if you're listening to us on the podcast thanks for listening